What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Bam, we're live. Just like that. Miss Khalil, hi. Here we are. It looks like you guys are ready to bend the knee. Who? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> who? Who is? Uh, who's more nervous? Me, the listeners, or all my boyfriends? Ooh, my boyfriend, I think you're the most nervous. I'm definitely nervous, but I'm telling you, my boyfriends are nervous. <laughs> my boyfriends, my 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 uh, harem of men. They don't want me talking to Lauren Khalil. <laughs> They, like, they want to keep me in the dark. <laughs> they want they want to be they want to be my favorite. Dang, you're busy. Yeah, Dang, it's been busy. it's been a crazy month. Holy crap. Do, do you have an official role? What what are you doing over there at Morning Chocolate Video? It's like all of a sudden it's just ramped up and it's like there's there's multiple videos coming a day and you're just you're interviewing everyone and anything and I'm just like holy cow. <laughs> Yeah. So I manage their whole YouTube page. So I, you know, schedule guests. I, you know, bounce topic ideas off of, you know, a small staff that we have that has weekly meetings. Um, Patrick Clark, he's one of um, like the photographers and writers that works over there too. He kind of helps me get in contact with some people. He's just been in the space longer. So when it comes to like networking and stuff, he's really helped, you know, get my name out there, get contacts, things like that. But I I try to produce some kind of video content at least five times a week. But obviously, like during semifinals, that was that was very different. (laughs) Has it always been like that? Or did you just decide, okay, um, is there room? um, Is there room for uh, there's this term entrepreneurship? Do you know that term? I just learned it. Do you know that term? Entrepreneurship, or yeah. Entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. It's like when there's entrepreneurs in a business. Like so, when CrossFit started, it was all entrepreneurs. Meaning, like Greg hired people, and then basically you were allowed to do whatever you wanted, and people would just work mm-hmm. their ass up. Not whatever you wanted. Like you weren't allowed. Like if you were in the media department, you didn't go run over to the training department, but you'd be hired into the media department, and they would be like, "Hey, we need content." And so people would just, is it kind of like that? You're like just taking the bull by the horns and running with it? Like, hey, good job, Lauren. And then you're like, okay. So you're kind of an entrepreneur within Morning Chaka. Sure. Yeah, I guess you could say that because before I was doing a lot of like, um, of like the written content, I was, you know, more or less just um, a contract worker, just writing articles, coming up with topics, chasing those leads, interviewing people. And then it was after the games that just for whatever reason, um, I was talking to again, uh, Patrick who works for morning chalk up and he was like, Hey, I think that you could do something with like this YouTube page just with your broadcast experience. And I was like, Oh, like, I don't really know that I want to like go back to like all of that on camera stuff. I kind of like stepped away from that and was, you know, washed my hands of it. But, um, then I started doing it. I got the itch again and then I did it for a couple of months and then I basically went to you know my boss at morning chalk up and was like hey i think that we can like make this bigger than than what it has been and what it is right now so that's when conversations started rolling kind of around like the wadapalooza new year time yeah you're you're murdering it and 
maybe it's just me, but are you getting looser too? Not only looser, like, are you coming more like off the script? And like, I mean, look <laughs> at some of these titles. I'm like, how, how am I going to compete with these guys? Um, start of a new dynasty. Dynasty. Um, will there be another Matt Fraser? Is Sarah Pastor Prime? Um, what happens to teams if Rich when if Rich Froning dies? Um, I edited that one a little bit. Um, <laughs> I was How, like, I don't know that that's our title. <laughs> are, 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 are you getting, um, so are you like, yeah, a, are you like, like a duck? You've shaken it off and you're and like, you're going for it. Like, you're just like, man, I'm flying, I'm flying North. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because this space is so wildly different than what I'm used to from local television news. So, I mean, while journalism and, you know, interviewing people is kind of all the same skills figuring out like the content and what really um like speaks to the audience is much different so finding my groove and figuring out okay like what works what doesn't work what do people actually want to see is you know it's all been a learning process i'm sure like when you started this like a decade ago it was you know okay let's try this does it work doesn't it work what do people want it was uh, God. I, I wish I was that thoughtful. <laughs> I wish I was that thoughtful. I was just like, oh my God. I hope I don't ask this. Oh shit! I'm actually asking this. Um, here, here's sometimes he, it happens. <laughs> here's what I mean. Um, um. So Chris Hinshaw has been in, been interviewed by a thousand people, and yesterday there, a clip came out, and he's like blown away by what you asked. And not only is he blown away by what you asked, but you're asking something that seems like it's so far off the script and like, like you're present for the conversation. And I just don't feel like you see that in a lot of um, journalism. Like there is a, you know what I mean? Like uh, uh, 60 minutes, we'll do a piece and they want to show how this car, car manufacturer is polluting the river next to them. And they're like determined to show that. Whereas I don't do that. I'm just like, I, I kind of do that. But my thing is, I just want to go deeper with someone. I don't care where we do it, whether we're talking about tampons or being a vegetarian or whatever. If we can go deeper into a subject, I'm, I'm content. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think I that's what makes like good journalism. Starting, I, say that again. I think that's what makes good journalism is you have like a skeleton of the questions you want to ask and you kind of have an idea of where it might go, but you let the person you're interviewing kind of just like lead where where it takes. And I mean, you're, I'm sure you're always asking follow-up questions on the fly, whether they're scripted right. or not, or they just are based on the conversation. But you couldn't do that at your last job. You didn't have the, there wasn't even the time really. Right. Yeah. Especially because like with news, like there's not really these extended stories. You have a minute and a half to compile a story, get your point across, try yeah. to show both sides and that's it. If it's a minute 36, those six seconds are getting cut. Um, like, like the story you did, there, there's a story in your um, real, by the way, you've done so much stuff. It's nuts. Do you know how many news pieces you've done? I have, I have no idea. <laughs> it, it, it Was that five days a week too? Or was that six or seven days a week? How, what were those jobs? <laughs> Just so um, people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. She worked at NBC three, CBS five, um, CW six, uh, something, uh, NY central and Fox 11. And I may have missed some, I, there was a channel seven in there. I saw too. Yeah. So I worked in, um, Illinois, which covered Illinois, Missouri, and Iowa, the tri-states. Then I worked in green Bay, Wisconsin, um, which sometimes like 
covered a little more than just Wisconsin. And then most recently, I worked um, in local news, kind of close to my hometown in upstate New York. So that was like five days a week. But I mean, the hours you're working, they range. And it depends. Like, you're kind of always on call for breaking news. Like, if something huge happens, we're understaffed. It's all hands on deck. I would work every weekend, so our staff would always be understaffed. Um, and you would literally be doing everybody's job. I would be going out, um, getting my own interviews, uh, photographing or getting video of everything I need, then going back, editing, writing, producing, um, then getting ready in time to like be on camera, deliver the news, putting stories on the web. It, like sometimes I think people don't realize like how many different jobs one person is doing when when you're in the news. So, I mean, burnout is, is high. And right now you're obviously seeing a lot of people getting out of local TV for, I mean, so many different reasons. Um, the number of pages of notes I have is how nervous I am. And he has any, a Bible. And anything, anything <laughs> over that. two pages means nervous, but only three, <laughs> only three. Like, I think the record was seven one time. I said seven is like, wow. when you know, your notes are going to fuck you. I kind of like that you have, um, uh, paper notes though. I always just have like a word document on my computer or Google notes. I keep it up there too, but then I have to look over here and I can't fake that. I'm actually paying attention to what you're saying. <laughs> fair, fair. So, so you, so you, so you, you, you were busy and you know that, um, how, how did you get that first job? How, how do you, how do you, um, you just walk in and you're like, hey, I want to be on TV and do news. How do you get that first job? And you, oh, wait, was, you did an internship at the Golf Channel. Yeah, that was so much fun. I is would that love the to first gig? do that. Is that the first gig? So I I interned with them and then I interned with the pa the Dan Patrick show. Okay. So those oh. were kind of the two. That's this big ones. sports show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I did that. Um, you know, I went to college for sports journalism, broadcast journalism, and then you create a reel. So all of like the little highlights that you go out and shoot yourself of you on camera. And then you pretty much send that in your resume to anyone and anyone that will take you. So, I mean, applying to jobs, I applied to over 200 places just to see wow. who would take me. Wow. <laughs> And then you get your foot in the door and like from there it becomes a little bit easier. But I mean, you literally have to be willing to pack your bags and move wherever the job is. Is this guy still doing his gig? The Dan Patrick show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you learn a lot there? Um, yeah. So I did it with them. It was Super Bowl week when they were in New York City. I'm trying to think that was maybe 2014. 2013 around that time um yeah I, I mean mostly of what you're doing you're getting them coffee you're like bringing the guests in you're kind of working as a coordinator for them or basically anything that they need and then when there's downtime that's when you know they gave me the opportunity to interview them get myself on camera with them those little things that i could then add to my highlight reel that i would send out to tv stations and in 2014, so you're interning at the Dan Patrick show, but you're also on the uh, Sacred Heart dance team. Oh, yeah. Crazy. UDT. It was a great time. <laughs> um, is that a private university? Sacred yes. Heart? Yep. Is, is, it, uh, is, it, is it some religious university? It's like some based in some... Uh, yeah, it's a Catholic university, but um, I mean, you only... It was liberal arts so you were required to take you know one religious course basically any type of religion that you wanted to 
Could you pull that YouTube up, uh, Souza? Oh God! <laughs> it, it, so, so they they did it. They did a documentary on, like a three and a half minute documentary, and you got a little, you got a line in there. You haven't even changed that much. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> this is old. <laughs> you yeah. really yeah. dug deep for this, Savan. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty happy when I found this. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, and, and if you play a little bit, I think um, you play like 20 seconds. We can hear. So this is like a three minute, 22 second documentary on the Sacred Hearts uh, dance team, which is the college that um, uh, Lauren went to. And in what state is this in? <laughs> Connecticut. Okay. And you're not in this picture, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> I wonder where I was actually. I'm not sure. It's oh, a maybe lot I was of studying abroad that year. It's a lot of women on this team. Oh yeah, there's only women on this dance team. No, but I don't there's... mean just women. I just mean there's a lot. There's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole school is on it. Um yeah, our dance team was pretty big. I think the biggest year had about 50 of us. And every year we like go down to Daytona Beach for uh, dance team nationals. That's where like if if you guys are familiar, probably not. But maybe the Netflix series Cheer. No, <laughs> any takers? Okay, so, yeah. So it's, <laughs> I know what like, you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so like the dance teams and the cheerleading teams go down. Yeah, see, come on, Matt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew you knew. <laughs> um, hit play, hit play, and I think I think Lauren has a, a talking part right here. I don't even talk to stop and help each other out. You have people pushing you and always there to support you, being like, come on, we're almost there. We're going to get through it. It's really great because it's like you have 40 other sisters for you. The dance team typically practices three so, times a week. How? Oh my God, that's so cringe. How are you doing that? You look adorable. How are you doing that? You're doing the Dan Patrick show. And were you the student body president? I was. What is yeah. going Damn. on? Damn. Yeah, I've I've always been busy. Like my my jobs now, this is nothing uncharacteristic for me. I love to, you know, set goals and I love to achieve different accomplishments and you know, do as accomplish as much as I can in my life. Are you nice? <laughs> I I think so. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, I feel like a lot of people in in the journalism space aren't nice people. They're bullies. Um, I wouldn't there, say that's true. I would you say would or that wouldn't? I, I wouldn't. I would okay. say that like some of the people I met in television were some of like the nicest, most genuine people, but you do get like that group of people that is in local TV just because they want to see their face on camera. Ooh. And they're very like prissy and like, oh, I gotta get my nails done, I gotta have my hair so perfect. And that's just like not me. So <laughs> By they're 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 like they're beyond. I feel like so. This is the characteristic guy. It's one of the thoughts I have about journalists. They're wait, but maybe you're a journalist. uh, Say that again. (laughs) Aren't you a journalist? No, I'm a comedian. Um, (laughs) There, there's there's a okay (laughs) over assertiveness to them and over persistence to them. Um, They lack boundaries and there's an entitlement to them. Like what, like. Like they'll call you and ask for something, and even though you'll say I don't want to share it, then the next day they're like, "Hey, are you going to give that to me?" And there just seems to be like this really, I don't know. And and I don't know nearly as many journalists as you know, but I, but just people in this in this field in general, I feel, um, maybe it's insecurity, but it but it comes across as like deep arrogance. 
Like, like for even at, even at the even at the CrossFit Games, when you're lined up in the media pit, there's people who will get out of your way if they're not getting the shot, and there's other people like who think that they're they're somehow entitled. And even when I was the director of media over there, people would like bully, try to bully me. I'd be like, "Wow, you you are yeah, you're nuts." I think it's I think it's tough because I don't know that like those emotions come from people trying to be a bully, but more like if I want to get the best shot, I have to be aggressive and I have to put myself first and stand my ground. And again, like it comes to personality traits. Like I would say, depending on the situation, I tend to be a little bit more passive. I'm not going to like push somebody out of the way to get what I want. Um, I'm going to try to like almost like kill people with kindness and try to like build yeah. bridges, make relationships and use yeah. that as my edge. But, um, and, and, and maybe that's why I never got to where I wanted to in journalism because I was not willing to go and knock on somebody's door after their 11 month baby was shot and killed for right. an interview. Like right. th that's a boundary that I'm not willing to cross. And Damn. some people are. Yeah, that, that's interesting. When I would speak to Brian, I'd be like, hey, have you spoken to this athlete yet? And he would be like, no, it's at the event. And I'm like, who gives a shit? Go talk to him. <laughs> but, but, but he had that boundary, you know, like he wanted to give them space. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's definitely a balancing act. Like I want to be respectful, but you also have a job to do. So kind of maneuvering that, um, I mean, just comes with time and also a little bit of personality. Yeah. And um, speaking of arrogance, I would just tell myself, uh, I would tell Brian, just tell them that they're lucky they get to talk to you. Just that should be your <laughs> mantra. They're lucky they get to talk to me. Um, when you came, when you, when you come from something like television, that is, uh, um, there's a, a script, a process, a method, and you come over to something like um, morning chalk up is morning chalk up more free? Is it, is it less? I, well, I think of it as I think of all the people in the space as being more um, uh, malleable, more fluid, more uh, the ability to do more things. Hmm. Did, were, were you, if that's true, um, were you okay yeah, with that? Or did that make think, you feel uncomfortable? I mean, I come, I like my life to be very like routine and, and structured. That's like, why I can accomplish as much as I can, because I'm very organized. I'm very uh, almost like military like, but I've never been in the military. I did do ROTC in high school, but that's it. <laughs> How long did you do that? Um, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior and senior year in, in high school. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to come back to that. That's, that's a trip that you did that. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's much more freeing to, be with morning chalk up because it's, I mean, it's obviously structured, but when you think of like a news organization and like the big company that owns you, there's so many like rules and regulations and like training and like, you're really confined to certain boundaries where now I have so much more freedom and creativity freedom to kind of do what I want, obviously, like with the help and guidance of others, but there's, there's definitely more room for growth in that area. Do, do you get feedback, um, at the morning chalk up? Yeah. And did you get feedback when you were at the new shows? <laughs> yes, but not the type of feedback that you would think. Uh, m meaning, <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, it's interesting. I never really got feedback on my like performance, delivery, etc. 
it was really always feedback on my appearance and how I could look more relatable to viewers. Oh, wow. Um, you had, um, and, and listen, if you want to, if someone wants to go to war with me, I'll go to war with you in the YouTube oh, comments. Oh, I'm ready someone what up. a way to start it. Let's go, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I hate it. Whenever I ask women about their outfits, people are like, you never ask men that. I'll be like, go fuck yourself. I'll ask men about their outfits all day long. Um, well, you had a lot of outfits. Oh, I still have a lot of outfits. What do you do with all of that? Do you I have, mean, to, pay, do you have to pay for those? It. It's a small fortune, what your your outfits. Um, so eventually I got a stipend, but my first, mm. you know, three to four years, it was yeah, all out of my own pocket. I watched a bunch of reels that if you go to um Lauren Khalil YouTube station, there are these nine minute reels that are just super dense with stories. It's actually really cool to see. And there's like a bunch of those. And I and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna find the same outfit. I mean, even your hair changes a lot. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't find the same outfit. Yeah. People um, notice when you wear the same outfit. It's so weird. And uh, and you're not supposed to do that? I mean, obviously, they expect you to, but it's like, try not to wear the same thing for a month. But then, like, you talk to your co-anchor, who's a guy, and he's like, I have five ties, and that's it. Right, right. <laughs> I only want to wear different. this shirt. I only want to wear this shirt. I'm so bummed when it's, it's not a great clean. shirt. Thank you. <laughs> So they they wanted you to look um, relatable, me, me, meaning just the way you did your makeup and your hair and the way you stood or. Oh, no. Like, OK, so a couple things. So in our contracts, there's a whole section on um, appearance and it goes into like you cannot cut your hair, change your hair, like do anything to like your hair, tattoos, um, earrings without approval from basically like five different people from corporate. Um, but then it goes on to say that you also cannot fluctuate within 10 pounds. Your weight. Wow. So yeah, your weight. Wow. 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 Um, I never had any conversations about that, luckily, but there was this constant debate about my freaking arms that I had to cover them up. They were too muscular. I had one guy that would literally call me every Saturday night after my newscast and tell me, I'm going to find your steroids dealer. I know that you're doping. <laughs> like, you must be a transgender. You have two dicks. Apparently, not just one was enough. Like, I have Holy two. Shit. Like, yeah, he would just constantly <laughs> harass me. And I'm like, yup. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me know when you find this person. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So then management was like, you know, we're getting emails like about your arms that like, it's not professional. And mind you, it's not like my <laughs> boobs were ever hanging out. Like, no, that'd nothing, be fine. That'd right, be fine. right. Literally. And so like, I did an experiment where I wore something that was like, not crazy, but like a little more risky, low cleavage, but my arms were covered. Crickets. Nobody complained. But when my arms are out, it's like the, the world is ending. <laughs> Holy so shit. So weird. Hey, can yeah. you imagine secure. watching someone on TV and the colossal effort it would take to go over to your computer or pick up your phone? Yeah. Find People an email, find an email address and peck it out. I'm trying to think what, I mean, I see the craziest shit every single day and I don't complain. I mean, batshit crazy stuff. <laughs> so absurd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wild. So then they were like, you know, you're, you're not married. So you're unrelatable in that sense. You don't have kids. So you're unrelatable oh, in that shit. sense. This is and then, crazy. And then you're fit. And <coughs> the average news viewer is not fit. 
So literally like <laughs> nothing about me was like the mold that they wanted a local TV person to be. It's interesting how people um, re recalibrate too. Cause I remember coming to CrossFit and thinking not anything bad about the women, but I just remember thinking the women were muscular. Mm. And within a, now I never think that thought. Right. It's just normal. I've never seen. Yeah. I, I, I never like, Oh, she's mu really muscular or they're just bodies. It's just a pile of bodies now. <laughs> it's a trip. Yeah. Which it, it's fine. I mean, everything worked out the way it should. It, right. you know, it stings at first when somebody is like, you're unrelatable because your arms are muscular, but <laughs> you know, okay. Like there could be worse things, I suppose. <laughs> um, uh, what do you, what do you, the steroids, um, uh, comment made me think of Andrew Hiller. What do you, do you know, Andrew Hiller? Have you met him? <laughs> I've never personally met him, but uh, I mean, if somebody doesn't know who he is, you must be living under a rock, I suppose. Like, or, or maybe it's, I think some of us just live kind of in a little bit of an echo chamber. Like there's a small group of us. He said something on one of his videos the other day. He said, there's 300,000 people who sign up for the open. And, and, you know, in, in relation, he was talking about how many subscribers he had. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of, we're really, really small fish talking to just a really, um, oh, yeah. a, a really aggressive is not the right word involves initiated we're, we're a small group of people but the people we talk to are really initiated and invested and so it feels like we're talking to like hundreds of thousands <laughs> right we're our own little community yeah. um have you ever been asked to do this the stuff at the games where you interview the athletes afterwards no no would you do that yeah That'd You'd be, be good at it. Do you feel for those people? Those people get so much criticism in the comments. Do you ever watch oh. the the chat? Those people get destroyed. I try to and they're in a tough the amount of comments I look at. Yeah. <laughs> they're in a tough position. They have like one minute. Yeah. And the yeah, athletes are totally disheveled and the comments are just like, that's an ass question. And it's like no one's ever like, <laughs> brilliant work. I mean, they get destroyed. <laughs> no one has any any like love for them. It's too bad, but I mean, it's like any internet trolls, like they're complaining about the person doing their job, but they've never done that job before. So they have no idea. Right. I, um, my comments are usually pretty nice. There's just a few, like people make fun of like my nose, but other than that, <laughs> it's, um, do you, get, do you still get criticism for that? For well, your yeah, nose? But, but I asked for it. I, uh, it's, 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 that's it's probably to, be, true. to be all fair. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I asked for it. Uh, I, um, what, what do you think of it? What Andrew's doing his, his sort of like talk to the camera. I mean, he's kind of found his own niche in the community. He talks to the oh, camera. Yeah, sure. He's, he's, um, critiquing the judging that the athletes, um, performances, but basically he's, he's like, he's anointed himself kind of like the judge. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what he's doing. He's just judge, going around judging everyone, not not Someone based on their it. looks or the size of their arms, but based on their criteria for keeping the rules in place that allow the function, the 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 competitions to function with integrity. Well, I really think what he did is interesting because before him, nobody else was doing that. Nobody was, you know, calling people out or like bringing to light how many issues there are with, you know, standards judging. So I think that him like taking this moment to 
I mean, he's gained so many people. And like, I mean, you go to any CrossFit box right now, you ask, hey, have you seen Andrew Hiller's video? Most people that are like in touch and watch these shows have seen Andrew Hiller and know who he is. Um, and I think like what he's doing brings a lot of topics to light that I think maybe have been like untalked about for too long. I, um, he, he recently made a video of uh, Brooke Wells um, doing the rope climb. And he um, he says, I think the video says, um, Brooke Wells has too much power. That's the title of the video. And so there's an insinuation there that she was allowed to clamp her legs on the rope because of who she is. But in the video, he doesn't say that. In the video, he makes it clear that um, it that the judge didn't see it or something. He says the opposite. I don't know. I just sometimes I I. I can't tell. I can't tell if it's um. Maybe we're just in the early phases of it. But sometimes I just think it's not uh, the conclusions that he draws, and a lot of people do this. That the collusion, like he he thinks there's like some sort of collusion at the top. Like Brooke Wells gets away with stuff because the referees are intimidated by her, or the event organizers want her to go onto the games. Like he goes beyond just being like, "Hey, that that girl cheated." I think it's an interesting conversation because you couldn't do that at the morning chalk up. Uh, no, because I'm right. not uh, Andrew Hiller is Andrew Hiller. Right. I'm Lauren Khalil representing morning chalk up. Yeah. You so can point out she clamped her legs on the rope, but you couldn't be like, and they let her get away with it unless, <laughs> unless they told you, but, but he can do that. Right. And, and I think like that's what people should notice the difference of. And, and this is not like a criticism to him because I think that there's room for him in the space to do what he's doing. And again, he's brought up so many, um, topics that I think, um, can hopefully create change or make this sport continue to move in the right direction. But he's not held to the same standards as a media company when it comes to fact checking and making sure that like you do your due diligence and um, like get all sides of the story before you just put videos out. And again, like I, I love what he's doing. I watch his videos, but that's why he can have such immediacy getting some of these topics out because he doesn't need to go through like an editorial staff. Um, and sometimes like even a legal team, for instance. Yeah. A legal team. Mm. <laughs> that's when, that's when, what's that grunt. Oh. That, that's when you know you've made it when you, when you have to, when your stuff has to go through a legal team. He, he said something to me um, that I really liked. Um, I'm reading this book. It's um, that uh, Matt DeLugos recommended. Mm. It's called thinking like how champions think. Oh, how champions think. Oh, I think I've heard of that one before. By Bob. No, I'm just listening to it. I'm a couple hours through. It's good. And, and Andrew said something the other day. Um, He said, we, we were doing the semifinals coverage and it was a lot of work. It was, it was just a lot of time. It was just a lot of time. You guys had and, so many people on your live shows. I don't know how you organize that, to be completely honest. We don't. We don't. It's a complete fucking shit show. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. It's not. Controlled no, chaos. But it, it's, it's, it's cool to see like how many people you guys can get to come on your live show. I do. I, I admire that. That's cool. We just, we just spam them in their text. Just hope someone. <laughs> Uncontrollably. Comes. Yeah. Click the link. Click the yes, link. Yes. <laughs> and it's, and it's crazy because you don't want two to come on at the same. It's a shit show. But. Yeah. And the thing is, as long as you're transparent, the, the audience feels like they're part of the shit show. So they're, sure. they're okay with it. You know, you're not trying to put on some sort of veneer. 
But he said at the end, I've told this story probably four times now, and that's it's he said at the end, so everyone else gets off and it's just Andrew and I on and we're not live. And I go, dang, dude. He goes, what? I'm like, you did all these shows with me. You didn't miss a single show. And he goes, yeah, I hate the thought of you working harder than me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, 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 and when I see how much content you put out, in that book, that book, in that book, uh, How Champions Think, that's one of the things. And I definitely hate the thought of you working harder than me. And I hate it. Like, I can't get Shane or or, or Tia or I can't there's all this hate. there's like 10 people you've gotten in the last month that I can't get and I I just I'm, I'm just uh I don't get angry but I start um you're competitive we all yeah. are but that's I, why it's interesting when viewers think that we all don't like watch each other and there's like this like oh I don't like him and they don't like me and it's like we're all just competitive we want to be the best like Savan, yeah. you want to be the best I yeah. want to be the best Hiller wants yeah. to be the best nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah. And, and are you competitive? Oh, yeah. About everything. Yeah. About everything. Sometimes to a fault. <laughs> oh, um, what do you mean to a fault? Any examples? I mean, uh, not off the top of my head because I, I live a pretty lone wolf life. It's me and uh, I don't know where the dogs are. <laughs> but um, I, I set high goals for myself and I want to achieve them. And if I see somebody else is like doing something that might be better than me, I'm like, okay, well, what can I do now? That's going to be better than them. And I like, won't sleep. I'll sacrifice sleep to like get to there. The whole thing yeah. is something has happened. I think to the media space, um, around CrossFit. Have you seen this guy, Jason, Jason media? Have you seen his stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I tried to have him on for one of our recap shows, but like timing didn't work out. But yeah, he's are, doing what, stuff too. Yeah, well, he, and he's such a trip, and he's got his whole unique like. I I, can't, I don't even know how to explain his style. It's like hypnotizing. Yeah. Hello, I, I feel like well, it's and David, his voice I feel is like so it's David Attenborough. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is this right. guy? <laughs> but he's killing it. We we can't he's compete with it. the accent. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy. Yeah. It pained me the other day. I followed him on both my accounts. Yeah, I'm like I don't want to. I don't want to give you any followers, but but I have to. You're too good. Uh, there, there's him, and I don't know how new he is. You got a lot of stuff. There's him, and there's Andrew Hiller. Oh, and I feel like even I feel like just everyone's like uh, um, sort of stepped up their game. Everyone's kind of like changing their titles and their software and um. Oh, okay, we'll get to that. Thank you. Please, uh, <laughs> keep, please keep feeding me questions. I only have three pages worth. <laughs> have you noticed? Have you? How how long have you been working at the Morning Chalk Up? Um, a little over a year. So I started working with them when I was still at the local TV station, and that's I kind of seeked them out and basically like asked for a job. I was like, hey. I do not want to re-sign my television contract. I'm going to need a job. How can I start working for you guys? And that's when I started like contract working for them. Um, it was like a year ago this past March. Um, and then I just started taking on more roles as I eventually like didn't sign my contract again at the news station. So you're, so that's all you do. You're just morning chalk. You're just CrossFit. No, no. So I also work at my local affiliate. I manage... Oh. Um, like their media, their social media, and then I coach. Holy cow. Yeah. So both are, well, 
the gym is like kind of a full-time job kind of um and then this would be more of a part-time job morning chalk up but you're doing videos every day and you have to research the videos gotta make it happen i got yeah. goals savan yeah hustler <laughs> When you were in, when you were working on the TV shows, did you have goals like were you like okay I want to get onto a nationally syndicated show or I want to have a oh, radio yeah. show? I uh, my dream like from college, even maybe like before college, was always to be a morning anchor for the Today Show. I grew up watching them. I loved everything they were about. You know, we would go to New York City, we would go watch the show live. It was always a huge goal for me. Um, but obviously that cha that changed pretty quickly once you get into television and you realize, okay, like <laughs> this, this might not be what the big dream is. So when they, when they talk to you about your arms, is it, is it face to face or is it on the phone? Um, face to face and email. Is it, is it, can you tell if the person's uncomfortable? Oh yeah. My boss said to me like, when, so there was this anchor position that was going to move me Monday through Friday. He basically told me like, Hey, like we want to move you to Syracuse. Um, we're going to put you in the weekend anchor position, but when a Monday through Friday anchor position opens up, we're going to transition you into this role. Well, th the opening happened. I approached him. Hey, like, how do I apply for this? How can we make this happen? He strings me along, strings me along, eventually basically tells me that I don't get the job in person as he's sitting behind his desk and he goes, Oh, like, I'm just so nervous. You're going to beat me up right now. I'm just like, what? Like beta. Who, who says that? Like my boss is telling me he's scared. I'm going to beat him up. Like I'm I like can't the even least believe this is real. I can't even believe this is real. <laughs> yeah. Too healthy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't have you out there <laughs> slowing our Pfizer sales down. We need you to slow down. Oh, man. And then he told Crazy. you, you can't be on the air because of your arms. You can't do the anchor position. Monday through um, so he told me that that specific position I didn't get because I didn't have the right personality. <laughs> so my arms are too big and my personality sucks. <laughs> you you eventually <laughs> did have an, you eventually <laughs> did have an anchor position, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this was just like I was the weekend anchor. So I would anchor on the weekend. I would sometimes like fill in during the week. But normally during the week, I would go out as just like a reporter. They call it an MMJ, a multimedia journalist. So I go out with the camera. I find the story. I interview the people. I shoot all of the, the B-roll, the video. I come back. I edit it. I write it, put it on the web, put it in the package, send it to air. I think this arm thing is probably really common with um, women in the CrossFit space. Yeah. I mean, you don't really see that many women CrossFitters that are in TV journalism. I know a couple, but. Um, I just think that my, not, not so much anymore, but when my wife first started CrossFit, she, anytime she left the house, someone would stop her. It felt like, like you're just a line of Whole Foods and someone's like, how'd you get those arms? <laughs> I'd be like standing right next to her. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those arms. came out of her mom's vagina with her head <laughs> with the big muscular arms i'm yeah. just picturing you standing there with some guys that's what's your workout routine you go to answer and he's like no sir sorry i was talking yeah. to your wife yeah it was like that it was like that that's awesome. uh will you show um will you pull up my uh i don't know what instagram account is on but i took a picture of my of my wife's back at um Ooh. At, Di at Disneyland the other day. A little back shot. 
And I just, I, and she, she even said, holy shit, I never see my back before. That's really what my back looks like. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The people just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I, I just remember, you know, this isn't my line. This is Greg Glassman's line, but you do CrossFit. And the whole point is, is that your DNA is just going to present itself the way it's supposed to present itself when it's put under stress and hard work. That's it. Your body's just going to turn into what it's supposed to turn into. And, uh, the, the world still hasn't caught on to that, that, Hey, this yeah. is just an expression or, or, you know, we've all heard that line where a girl says, I don't want to work out. I don't want to get too bulky. And it's like, mm -hmm. and the response is, mm -hmm. Hey, don't worry. You don't have the work ethic to get bulky. Mm -hmm. Like, don't worry. Like, it's true. Yeah. It takes hard yeah. work to get like buff arms that, yeah. you know, look muscular nutrition, your workouts. I mean, it's not just going to happen overnight. You you posted yesterday a, a picture of you in a um, sauna. That's it. you have a sauna. I do. Yeah was that was that hard to pull the trigger on that? Um, not really. They're I honestly don't think they're as expensive as they maybe should be. Oh, oh, as they should be. I like that. Uh, how um, you're a real capitalist. I like that. What? How, how much? <laughs> how, how much? How much was it? Uh, about two grand. But they came and installed it, oh. and it's a two person one. Wow. Yeah, hey, you know what's up the Bluetooth and everything. It's great. So or right before right before I saw that post, I watched a video of you where they're uh, where you're doing a news story about being locked in a car. And you're in there for five minutes and, and to see how oh, hot to it see gets the, in the temperatures. Car. And yeah. I and I wanted to just I wanted to reach. Oh, there. Yeah, you look. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And everywhere we and, Her legs know, look great, too. Yeah, she got a crazy body. She she's just a it's just a cr cr girl's CrossFit body. <laughs> got a bunch of them at the gym, but, um, yeah, you go somewhere like that and you're just like, and, and people are staring, but it's just like, she, she doesn't do like, she just does Pilates CrossFit and teaches yoga and breathing. It, it's, it's not even like that much. It's like a half an hour, an hour every day. That's it. So many people are not exposed to like any type of fitness though, that they see something like yeah. that. And it's like not the norm. So I see you in that car and they put you in there for five minutes and I wanted you so bad to be like, fuck you. This is bullshit. Crossfitters <laughs> sit in a sauna at 150 degrees for 30 <laughs> minutes. Shut up. Kids fine in here. She's I think like, this was before my CrossFit days. She's like, <laughs> when you got in the car, it was 92 degrees. And within five minutes, it was 106 degrees. And your heartbeat yeah, raised so 10, 10 beats. I'm like, come on, <laughs> shut it. We were trying to prove a point, Simon. We want to protect the kids and the pets. More, it actually, like probably more like gets me angry when I see dogs in a car. Oh, in the summer, I'm that one that calls the cops on people. <laughs> I, had, like, I had the cops mm. come. I had the cops come and take my. Um, I came back to my car once, and and my dog was taken out of my car, and there was a note: "Your dog's at the shelter." <gasps> oh, well, why would you do that? Why did you do that? It wasn't. It wasn't a hot day. And it was in the car was parked in the shade and the windows were down. Well, a little bit. And it's a small dog. And we were only gone for we were only gone for nine hours. It wasn't like we were gone like a whole. <laughs> it wasn't an overnighter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling the whole SWAT team on you for that. <laughs> only nine hours. <laughs> So you, this, this, this sauna thing, um, you use it every day. I try to just about every day. I would say between like five and six times a week. Yeah. I really want to get one and, wow. and where, and that sits in your house. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I get home from work. 
I'll turn it on. I'll go make dinner, take care of the dogs, let them out. And by the time that routine is done, the sauna is warm, pop in for 35 minutes. We're good. And do you go, then do you take a cold shower? Oh, yeah. But I'm kind of a baby with like the cold shower. I try to do like 30 seconds, but it's really like five seconds. And then I'm like <laughs> turning it hot. I'm like, okay, we're done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you let it go on your head? On my back. On your back. Yeah. Yeah, I try to do the cold on the head, and then it takes a little while to filter through this mat of clay I have on top <laughs> before it gets to me. Um, where where were you born? Uh, Utica, New York. And, and do you have do you have any Southern accent in you? I don't know. Do do I sound Southern? <laughs> I, when I was listening to your news pieces, sometimes I would hear you say, like this. Um, I would hear you say certain words. And I would think I would hear a little bit of a twang. And I was like, oh, maybe she's from the South. No, I think that was like when I lived in the Midwest. I think that just, I mean, you're around people with the different accents and eventually it kind of blends into your own. I would say like now I have the most like all American, normal, no accent um, than probably when I lived in Wisconsin. Oh my God. When I moved back, I would say like the weirdest things. And my family would just be like, where did that come from? Like, like the stuff like know. you see in the movie Fargo, like that kind of weird, like or can, <laughs> stuff Canadians say. So yeah. Yeah. Lots wow. of like the Canadian, like eh? Oh, sprinkled well, in there. Yeah. I haven't heard any of that from you. Um, <laughs> the lovely city of Utica. Utica. <laughs> There's an office episode about Utica. It's, uh, 10 out of 10 probably wouldn't recommend living there. <laughs> <laughs> it looks lovely. Yeah. <clears throat> that picture is, is doing it a little more justice than real life. <laughs> Photoshopped. Mm-hmm. Who, who's the, uh, who's the uh, um, worst interview you've done in the CrossFit space? <laughs> the, the worst interview? Yeah. Who are you like? They're never coming on again. I'm never, I'm never saying, I'm never fucking interviewing that person again. This is a safe space. You no. can speak to her <laughs> Honestly, like, I don't think there's anybody that I'm like, oh, man, like, I'll never have them on again. I would say that, like, I'm getting a little bit more strict on video quality standards oh. <laughs> and not, like, filming on a potato. Right. <laughs> like, driving in a car. But, you know, like, I get things happen, but I feel like at some point we need to just like professionalize a a little bit. So I try now like to all my guests, Hey, make sure you're on a stable internet, you know, make sure you're connected to Wi-Fi. use Google Chrome, like all those things that I'm sure you guys tell your guests as well. Yeah. The thing, the thing, the, I mean, I don't mind video quality being jacked up, but it's when the audio. So Mm. there were the, you did make those. I, I, and I teased you in your DMS. There was those three, there was those three videos with Brian, Patrick and Tommy. They were Mm -hmm. short. But the but I think it was um, the audio was so choppy. Yeah. Do, do you think? Oh shit! Maybe I shouldn't publish those. So the thing with those, if it was just like a normal bottom line segment, I, there have been ones that I've pulled, and I'm just like, I can't, the quality is not there. But for those ones, it to me it was more of a thing of consistency. Like we've done this for all the other semifinals, we kind of set the standard and have to do it. Right for these ones, so it it was picking your battles. Do we not publish it and then look inconsistent, or do we publish it? People are gonna shit on the audio, yeah, and just <laughs> hope that not all of the comments are terrible. 
Um, do you get mad at do you get mad at those guys the the regulars? Let's say if it's someone like Brian, like and, and his audio is jacked up, would you would you, do you talk to him? And be like, dude, you can't do that to me. Give him a little feedback. Yeah, a little. Feedback. Yes, yes, they've been giving feedback. I I tell them. I think I told them once. You guys are like herding kittens. Like it's an impossible task. I love the kittens so much, but getting everybody like together at the same time, audio, internet. I mean, you know, everybody's got busy lives so how, how do you do it so let's say you wanted to have tommy patrick and brian on um, would you send out a text and there'd be a text thread with the four of you yeah i actually sent them all a text yesterday we're trying okay. to get something organized right now and uh, don't do that um and <laughs> and and then you would say okay guys these are the times wednesday at nine thursday at nine or friday at nine yeah, like this is my availability. This is the latest that we can do it, but I'd prefer to do it earlier. What and is then you just your keep your finger crossed that all of them are going to somehow like Patrick might say I'm available for R03. Brian says I'm available for two. Tommy says one. And then you're like, okay, then that's the one. Yeah. And like sometimes we'll only have two out of the three of them on and like I'm oh. okay with that too. Yeah. Yeah. I do that too. Yeah. Invite five sometimes people on to make it. You're like, win. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, and, and do you guys ever go live? Um, we did for the like open pre-shows that we did. We'll go live during the CrossFit games for a couple of things. We were going to for the semifinals, but since <coughs> we were covering all three, it just came down to like manpower and logistics, which we just didn't have. Like in my mind, I, I was like, we're doing this. I'm going to come up with the game plan. We're going to make it happen. And then two days before I like looked at like the schedules when we finally got them. And I was like, I'm literally going to be sitting on this live feed potentially by myself for eight hours. <laughs> oh yeah. That's Devon knows that game. <laughs> like that fine. game. Right, like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to sit and stare at me talking about random shit for oh, eight hours. Let's not get carried away. There'd be an audience. <laughs> that's when I start talking about the vaccine. The People love I that. <laughs> you should bring up religion, abortion, um, politics, and the vaccine. Anytime <laughs> shit gets slow. It's a good riff. Yeah. Just go there. <laughs> no, uh, once uh, the teleprompter went down when I was in uh, local TV and like the last thing we were talking about was the Pope. And mind you, I had called him the poop by mistake. So like awesome. already not, not okay. on a great trajectory for this. The yeah. teleprompter goes down and my producer in my ear was like, ad lib about the Pope. I'm like, are you freaking <laughs> kidding me about the Pope? Do you know me? Like, I But you went to sacred happen. heart, but you uh, went to sacred heart. <laughs> And I went to Catholic school my whole life growing up, but I don't know enough about the Pope to ad lib for five minutes or whatever it was. So that was like not a great day for me. <laughs> wow. Um, you, you did you say you were born in upstate New York? Yes. And uh, and and that's just that's home for you. What, what is upstate New York? Like how far is that from New York City? From those of us who are stuck oh, in California, like five hours. Okay. Yeah, and, I'm closer to Canada. Okay. And um, and you have a bunch of siblings. Two. Two. Boys? A bunch. <laughs> um, I have a younger brother and an older sister. And, uh, and, and how did you get into dancing? My mom actually owns a dance studio in our oh. hometown. Yep. So me and my sister grew up um, competitive dancing, you know, from the age of three. We both competed in college. Um, she still teaches at my mom's dance studio. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a cool picture. Um, That's a really cool picture. Thanks. Yeah, that was that was at Nationals in Daytona. 
And so from when you were three all the way to college, you danced regularly. Yep. And then um, when I lived in Wisconsin, I did teach at a local dance studio. Um, But then like once I got into CrossFit, I kind of just didn't have the time to do that anymore. And like if my mom asks for help, I'll like go back home and I'll like help out with a class or whatever. But I don't really do it often anymore. What what? Tell me about what competitive uh, dance looks like. And when you see people like Emma Lawson, like that was her background too. Does it like warm your heart? Are you like, yeah, girl? Oh yeah, I love when there's other competitive dancers in the space. It's funny because I thought like because of my dance background that like gymnastics and body awareness and all of that would like transition. Not at all. Picked up weightlifting super fast, but gymnastics I still just like flail around. Interesting. Try not to. <laughs> what does it look like? So you start dancing at three, and what does that look like? Um, tap, I mean, ballet, hip hop, all of them. Yep, all of them. You name it, I've done it. Besides, like Irish dancing and stuff like that. But you would, like, and you could, if someone like, hey, here's yeah. we're, we're going to do this every day for an hour a day for twelve days. You'd be Irish dancer in no time. Pick it up. You could do it. <laughs> uh, and and then and then what tell me i've never even what is competitive dancing i didn't even know there was competitive dancing so yeah like universities and colleges will have a dance team um and you'll basically have a dance routine you'll go and compete whether it's like at nationals like we did but we also would do sidelines so at um football and basketball games we would have like like 30 second routines that would happen during a timeout or then during halftime, we would all go onto the court or the field, okay. do a big dance routine, stuff like that. And did you like that? Oh yeah. It was so much fun. I loved it. Seen, it. it um, That's there, why there, I chose the university I went to. There's a the video. Dance team was good. Oh, serious. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So they were known for it. There's a video. Um, I, I don't know if, if I have it in my notes. I don't know if I erased it. Um, it's at two, t uh, oh, I did erase it. No. There, there was, there was a video of you, um, on a football field. No, I think I have it. You do? Let's see. This? Oh, no, no, but this is crazy. Oh my God. Sorry. The, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. This is different. This is, funny. this is a, so this, I do have a question about, sorry. So we'll shift here from dancing. Did you get hurt doing this? no no <laughs> it's a it's a tuck and roll <laughs> this is i was like oh she got hurt and she's hiding it no i no. swear to god paint i've been situation. injured on the job but not during this time <laughs> uh paint this paint this situation for us who are these guys and what are you doing here okay so this was one of the um uh I forget what you call it. It's kind of like baseball, how they have like the triple A, double A, like baseball teams. This is that version, but for football when I okay. lived in Green Bay. Um, so I did like morning live segments with them before like their season kicked off. I was interviewing some of the players. They would show me different drills. We would get them on camera. Um, and then they showed me one of these drills. So we did it on live television. <laughs> this is live? Yeah. Yeah, wait till you see this, guys. Okay, go action. Oh, there you go. That purple thing you tackled, that could have gone horribly wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was willing to risk it all for the television. <laughs> Did you do a rehearsal of that? Oh, yeah. We practiced this a couple of times. 
Yeah, I mean, the way you hit that purple thing so hard and you bounce off and, like, you, you barely recover. Let's see one more time. Let's see one more time, Susan. Oh, there you go. Whoa! <laughs> there you go. Whoa! <laughs> Scoop it. Scoop it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, are they surprised your game, um, your, uh, your coworkers there? Like, when they're like, hey, let's do this, and you're like, okay, I'll do this. Are they surprised your game because a lot oh, of the other yeah. women and men wouldn't have done it? Like the running joke was that I should have had my own like TV franchise, like along the lines, like uh, Lauren does anything or let Lauren do your job or, you know, watch Lauren do this crazy shit because I, I literally don't really have like limits when it comes to like, you know, I'm, I'm really game to try anything. And there were so many cool things that TV allowed me to do with opportunities in that sense. So you um, did, there was a show like that. There was a show that you did. Um... Yeah, there was like a, a series of Let Lauren Do Your Job for, I think it was like a month long. It was during like a ratings period. Yeah. So they were uh, trying to like boost viewership. The, the Lauren Khalil Do Your Job series. Yeah. <laughs> did you like that? When what, Do you come up with that idea? Or they're like, hey, we're going to, we're going to, you're, you're, you're going to do this. And you're like, all right, I'll do it. No. Yeah. For that, I came up with it because I was like, oh, this, this is an opportunity for me to do some fun things. And not have to like go interview people after they like have a house fire, have their family shot. So um, what, <laughs> this was yeah. a lot nicer. <laughs> <laughs> of all the videos I saw, none of them really made me feel uncomfortable except one. Oh God, which one? Let's go to that one. <laughs> Wait, is there a link here? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> it's not the street hockey. It's not the football. Oh shit! Maybe there feel, is. Maybe, maybe there is. Maybe I was too uncomfortable. Maybe I was too uncomfortable to pull it up. <laughs> even write it in the notes. <laughs> yeah, there's one where a guy's choking you. Oh yeah, and then I like. I think that's the one that I disarmed him. Yeah, it was too. It was yeah. so. It was so intimate. Oh, the dude was shooting his <laughs> shot. <laughs> dude, first of all, he's a really handsome man, Who knows? and she <laughs> looks really good. She looks extremely beautiful in it, and he's like. It starts off where um, she's choking him. I think I I'm found it. Him? Yeah, you're oh, choking yeah, yeah. him. And then she's like, let's reverse the role. And then you go against the wall and he's choking you. I'm like, I, I did like pause it. I was on the assault bike. I was like, I have pause this. This is making me feel. I'm a pretty open-minded guy. <laughs> let's reverse the role. I don't, I don't remember choking the. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, oh no, it's not this old. one. It's not this that's one. Not me. But but um, but it's in that. It's in this. It's in this. Uh, wow, you went way back. This was my first TV job. There's another one where she's with that guy, and it's crazy. <laughs> and you could tell he doesn't want to do it. Like he's happy to have you choke him, but when you're like, okay, I'm gonna let's reverse the role. You choke me. He's like, <laughs> do, you, do you remember that guy? No. Oh, yeah. oh, that so, was like over 10 want, years ago. <laughs> I wanted to, so you don't know if I asked you, did he ask you for your phone number or anything afterwards? <laughs> um, Actually, there was only one situation ever that somebody asked me for my phone number um, that I had like worked with. Only one? Oh, yeah. Here's the guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, go back to the beginning. You got to see where she's. This This is the guy. Uh, A little bit more. Go a little. Oh, this probably doesn't have this a choke either. Yeah. 
Yeah, normally like the yeah, demonstration yeah, would side. be at the end. No, no, didn't. I could there. be projecting, but the whole time, all this guy is thinking is, oh, I, oh my god, I wonder if she'll go out with me afterward. <laughs> and he's freaking out. Oh my god! So okay. you're telling me the guy, the guy, the the guy, um, who uh, it, none of those, none of those guys, like the guy who, um, some of these guys just all look the same to me. They blurred into one, like the guy who's teaching the kids archery, or or the other guy who's like in charge of like the storm cleanup. You're telling me none of those guys ever asked you out? No, yeah. Only I said only one, and it was I like can... a a golf guy. Oh, that's what I was, I was gonna say. I could totally see these guys being like, "Hey, you want to go golfing?" So <laughs> I do golf. So <laughs> can I hear the golf story? Oh, there wasn't much of a story. We, I did a segment on like this virtual, like golf thing. And like one of his managers kept giving me a hard time. Like, Oh, he really didn't want to wake up. So yes, oh my there it is. God. <laughs> Hold on. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. I want you guys to what know this. I hope it makes is. everyone there feel uncomfortable because, uh, because either that or I'm just fucked up. So we'll come I'd back to that. I pause it on that one. Though. Yeah. Thank you. It's so fucked That's up. Amazing. Like, what even is that? I want to be like, you guys should have dinner first or something. That's before the you best day of that dude's together. life. That's what that is. <laughs> okay. So, so it's a virtual golf thing and, and they were giving you a hard time. Yeah, no. And his manager was giving me a hard time. Like he didn't want to wake up because we would expect people to be there at 4 a.m. Because that's our morning show would start at 430. And oh, like he didn't want to like wake up super early, but he knew you were coming and you were cute. So he was like, okay, <laughs> I'll do it. He's single. We should set you guys up. And I'm just like, oh no, like, please leave me alone. <laughs> and then like at the end of it, he was like, yeah, like, I don't know, you should come back. And like, I can give you some golf lessons. And I basically was like, yeah, like my brother works at a golf course and I grew up with a golf family. So I already know how to play. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no Shot no down. no to the date <laughs> sorry <laughs> when's, the, when's, the last no time, when's the last time you went on a date oh now 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 we're getting into something <laughs> um <laughs> the last time i went on a date um i don't know it's been a, it's been a minute <laughs> do you like dating oh i hate dating I hate yeah it. i would i would hate it too it's terrible i'd much rather just go to a party terrible. and and just get dr meet some <laughs> random person and get drunk and like that's the start of the relationship. <laughs> I don't know exactly like that, but yeah, like I definitely would rather meet somebody authentically, for sure. I mean, it could be kind of authentic. That could have been authentic. I mean, how, okay, we'll circle back to that. Let's see the choking <laughs> guy. Let's see the choking guy, and then we we'll get back to. Let we'll me get back. I want. I, I want to make sure that I don't forget because I'm really curious when when you picked up CrossFit. But um, okay. So, so, so. <laughs> I but, can't with that screenshot. Go to the beginning where he's. We'll go to the beginning where she's choking him. I want you to see how he's so intense. <laughs> oh, he's so fucking uncomfortable. No one wants to put their hands on you like that. No, no one. No healthy man wants to touch you like that. Everything in his whole body is saying, don't touch her like that. Learning to fight off your attacker from a chokehold. Okay. Wa watch when she flips the script on him. Watch what she says to him. Okay. Hit play on this. Watch this. This is crazy. Here to relieve a little bit of pressure. Tuck my chin to bring the thumbs down. And then I still need to work on escaping. Pause this. Like Pause this. He's like, dear Lord, only have pure thoughts. Dear Lord, only have pure thoughts. Dear Lord, only have pure thoughts. Okay, go on. Baseball, I'm going to turn and open my shoulders as I swing my arm over 
to release the hands, and then I want to come right back. Oh, he's going to hell for that. He's going to hell for that. So say that, obviously, you're a lot stronger than me, and if we do a little flip-flop... Oh God! <laughs> Dude's heart rate's at 180. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at him! Look at him! So there, I know we talked. He should have said, "Great job." He's a, he can't. He's frozen. Right, right there. He should be like, "Oh my God, so good, Lauren." Instead, he's like, "Holy fuck!" He's freaking out. He's having. He's oh my out. god! He's just trying to soak it in while he can. That is so funny. <laughs> I don't. I do not have a uh, hidden choking fetish. I. I just. I, I just. No. There's no. I don't have any fetish. I'm normal as shit. <laughs> yeah, normal. Um. So is that rehearsed? Did he? Does he know um, you're going to ask him to do that? Because he he seemed completely out of his like he didn't want to. No, do he, that. Knew. He, he knew. He knew what we were going to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have dated him? No, oh. no. <laughs> I don't even know his name. <laughs> even better. <laughs> you have dated him. <laughs> How happy are you that you don't have to do all that makeup stuff anymore? Oh, you have no idea. I try to plan like as many YouTube videos on one day so that I only need to do my makeup one day. This is a special occasion. I even put lip gloss on today. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You look great. I I have an aversion towards makeup. I'm like really prejudiced towards makeup. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I like uh, I like I don't mind like um, like the black stuff that outlines the eye. That's kind of cool. And and, and, like I think. Is that what it is? And then I think lip gloss is cool, Maybe. but but that that the red lipstick and just the, the when they put the plastic face on, I just I, I don't I don't want I can't I can't I can't <laughs> all I, right my, something so I I like I like the no makeup girls, and you must be stoked. It looks like a shitload of work. Uh, you learn to get pretty quick at it, but yeah, I hate putting makeup on. I hate doing my hair. I mean, I, I, I do it, but <laughs> what if you showed up to the new show and you didn't do makeup? Oh, oh my God. The place would burn down. It would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would not be good. <laughs> would not be good. <laughs> I've definitely pushed boundaries though to try to not. Does Lauren have a <laughs> CF man crush? That's totally inappropriate. How dare you? Come on, Jake. Come on, Jake. Come on. Jake, I have a lot. Too many to name on one episode. <clears throat> Don't um is your do, do you have a favorite crossfitter? Um favorite? No. No. Are are you equally are you equally like the boys and the girls? Oh yeah. I have yeah. top athletes that I like on, on both sides. I yeah, mean, we, I, I honestly haven't met an athlete that like I've interviewed that I genuinely like haven't liked yet. They're all very pleasant. Um where like there's people I've interviewed in TV where I'm like, man, that person was a dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that hasn't happened yet, which is cool. <laughs> so you're so you're living in upstate New York, you go to college, you do dance, you know you want to get into TV, you're the student body president. Holy shit. Um you're you you make the Dan Patrick show. That must have been exciting because that's that's a huge show. And um when does uh, your path cross with uh CrossFit? <laughs> um the summer of 2016 i'm on a family vacation 
me and my sister are sitting on the beach, boozing, trying to live our best life. What what were and, you drinking? What was your drink? Um, it was probably something stupid like Mike's Hard Lemonade, something I would uh-huh. never touch now. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with Mike's and, Hard Lemonade. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we see our dad walk onto the beach without a shirt. And it's like not normal for me to see my dad without a shirt. And I'm just like looking at my sister. Are you kidding me? Why does he have a six pack? Why does he look better than we look in our 20s when he's like 50? TRT. And what was he doing? TRT. TRT. CrossFit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he was doing CrossFit. So, uh, if anyone would like to get on TRT, please go to cahormones.com and use the code word Sevon for your free, 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 free blood work and free doctor's <laughs> consultation. Okay, sorry. What about your dad? So your dad walks on the beach and you're like, damn, he looks good and we're young girls and what the fuck? And we look fluffy. So <laughs> what do we do? Well, yeah. she does nothing. She, <laughs> she, she's a horizontal person. She loves to watch TV and chill. My favorite kind of that. girls, horizontal ones. Go on. Oh my God. I knew that oh was coming. God. Yeah. I was like, damn it. I teed myself up for that. That's fine. It was my sister, not me. <laughs> so then I got back to Wisconsin after that trip. And I signed up for a CrossFit gym. How do you think your dad? How did your dad find it? Um, he's always been super active. Like whether it's golf, he did like the P90X. He has like all of that stuff in his basement. He's done tough mutters, Spartan races. He's always just been very active. Um, he unfortunately doesn't do CrossFit anymore because he's got like knees and hip issues. So there's like he basically can't squat or do any of that without surgery. Um. But yeah, so he's the reason why I stepped into a CrossFit gym and have been doing it ever since. What What was the first gym you stepped into? It was called uh, CrossFit One Shot. I did my on-ramp there. And then um, when my on-ramp was done, I actually ended up changing gyms just because it was a little bit more convenient. Um, and it was CrossFit Green Bay. In your, in your shows, do you... Um, make ever give opinions. I, I feel like when I think of you in your shows, you're you are the one who's just pushing the show forward. You're pushing the show forward. You're pushing the show forward. But do you ever give your opinions on like on anything that's being said? Like, hey, I think Colton Mertens is not going to do well. I think that it was inappropriate that this judge did this. I um, when you on ramp, you should definitely not have someone for the first time do fifty air squats. Like, do you ever give um, in in your shows your opinion? I try to refrain from my opinion. I I don't think the purpose of the show that I run is to have my opinion. It's for me to find guests that have the opinions. Um, and as, and I work more as like the facilitator to, like you said, drive the conversation forward. Um, I think honestly, like giving my opinion about certain things is like hard for me in this space, not because of what anybody else has like done or said or indifferent. Like I've been encouraged to give my opinion, but like just working in, tv local news for so long where like you are not supposed to give your opinion obviously we see that happening now which like is a totally different conversation but like i've been so trained to like be neutral like it's not about your opinion it's about being a truth seeker and finding the truth so like breaking from that mold is definitely like a struggle for me if you could stay completely If you could stay in that mode, you could, you could take someone down 
um, I mean, you, you could you could always get to the truth if you could keep your opinion out mm-hmm. and just keep drilling down. What does that word mean? What does the word opinion mean? And you know, you just keep drilling, drilling down, and don't let Lauren get involved. I mean, you you. I mean, I think you're on the path. That is the path to become the greatest reporter that ever lived. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? The second you bring yourself into it or the other person into it, the conversation has ended. We can no longer right. go like, deeper. I don't want to tell people how to feel. I want <laughs> I want to give you the information that I've discovered, and then y- you decide how you feel about it. Um, are there things that you sometimes have a strong opinion on, and it's hard not to say? Um, I would say less less times than than more, just because I really try to see both sides of the coin, and I. If the information isn't there, I'll seek it out myself. Like, okay, like we're all thinking this right now, but what is the other side? Is there another side? Normally there is some kind of other side, whether um, it's made public or not. But I mean, sure, I'm I'm a human. It's human nature to have strong feelings about things. But, but I really work hard to try to see like what is the other side of however I feel. When you um, when you did that show, uh, will there be another Matt Fraser? And you had Jason Kalipa and Ben Bergeron on. Were you pretty damn excited about that show? Yeah, that was fun. That was my first time meeting either of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a powerhouse show. It's a, it's an insane title. Um, they're both uh, so well spoken. Jason brings crazy energy. Yeah, just yeah, he's, he's a beast. Cool. Yeah. Um, whose idea was that show? That one, I think that might have been Justin's. And Justin LaFranco. Correct. And and even the title. Yeah, him and I like work together on some of the titles. So I think we might have bounced back a couple of ideas, but. You have no idea. You do too many shows. You do too many shows. You don't know. It's just all just a giant smoosh. I'm like, I don't even remember. (laughs) Just the giant. Okay, and and then they and then when you set up that, um, do you do you have a, a text thread with all three of them on also? So it's you and ben I try and- to. Sometimes it'll be me as like the middleman. Like I'll text one, get their availability. I'll text the other, get theirs, and then like communicate with both of them. But like if I can, then I try to get everybody on the same text thread. And and then uh, and then a show like that. Wh- are you tempted to do a show like that live? Um. Yes and no. Like the thing is, is those shows are so short that I don't know that like you would maximize as much on them from them being live as you would when it's <coughs> more of like an extended like thirty plus minute show. Uh, uh, what do you mean maximize? Well, I mean. It- the, the thing that makes like a live show so great in my opinion is like having like the f- uh, instant feedback from the people. I mean, you look over in the comments right now, everybody's in the comment section. We can pull them up in real time. Right. Lauren <laughs> Khalil's frame time is killer. <laughs> it's the biggest kept secret. I won't tell anybody what my fan fran time is, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like when you only have like a show that's between like eight to 12 minutes, that's where like all of the beef of the conversation is happening. So then to be able to like interact with the viewers, like bring them in for like their comments and stuff. It's just like, I don't know that like the flow, the flow would just be different. I feel like it would be a little forced where like when you have more of more time where it's like 30 to an hour long, um, you can like play around and have more 
like room to do that kind of stuff. Like you, you never have to pee during the middle of your shows, do you? No, because they're so short. Yeah. <laughs> what is the what's the longest show you've done? Um, I mean, we had our uh our open preview shows that were an hour. Yeah. It's crazy. Sometimes I have to pee and it's yeah, like yours was almost three hours yesterday. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, holy crap. I definitely would have had to pee. <laughs> and and not well, that one I didn't have to pee. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with my bladder. It's like working again. But um <laughs> Oh, you know what it was? I don't eat on Sundays. Huh. And so on like Mondays, I'm, yeah, I fast. I stop eating Saturday night and I don't eat again till Monday morning. And I've been doing that for two years. And so when I did that interview, I hadn't eaten. And so probably like all my shit's like, and my shit functions so good after a fast. Like I'm just like, <laughs> like everything, bladder, brain, everything's That's functioning great. great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you fast? I don't. I like to eat. So you go into this CrossFit gym and, and and you're just addicted. Oh yeah. Immediately. Immediately. I was like, okay, I, I joined one of the CrossFit gyms, like after the on-ramp and everything in November. And I signed up for a competition in February, literally oh, with shit. like no skills or anything. Oh, and I was shit. like, nice. I'm doing it. And I was the last, per- I did the scaled, obviously. I will never forget. I was the last person on the floor just trying to get a dang pull up and it was like no rep after no rep after no rep and everybody's cheering for me and i'm just like i just want everybody to go away and leave me alone with my judge i love the community and and i do too but like my competitiveness just completely took over me and i was like "Mm, i do not love being last right now (laughs) no no yeah i was joking pull-ups are very strong for me (laughs) the vultures come around and start cheering yeah i'm like "Mm -mm." (laughs) Mm. and 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 then and then you immediately start pitching crossfit stories to these uh these news stations that you work for Right. Yeah. They didn't love that. They didn't. (laughs) Oh no. Like the ones that, I mean, some of them they liked and they're like, oh yeah, Lauren's like the fitness person. It's great. But especially like during COVID, um, I forget what like came out from like the, the CDC or the health department, but it was basically when they said like, oh, like if you stay active, like this will help you, um, not like fight COVID, but this will please don't say that word on your, my show. Please don't say that. Word sorry. On my show. Th- this will help your immunity um, from like getting it really bad. Getting so what? I was like, okay. Getting what? The virus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I had pitched this story like, Hey, this whole time, like I appreciate we keep telling people to like wear masks, like, like, wipe down things like six feet, whatever. But we haven't really encouraged people to like, just be healthy. So I was pitching this idea. That's some and profound I've, shit. I've never like felt so uncomfortable in a newsroom where I'm just sitting there and everybody is like, not yelling at me, but just like attack, attack, attack. And I'm like, guys, I'm literally not telling you that I don't like believe in this. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying anything. All I'm saying is this could be a good news story that we haven't told yet. And everybody was like, no. <laughs> Isn't it? It's, it's. Well, for, first of all, thank you for bringing that up. Thanks for going to your news people and doing that. I mean, that's like the best story I've heard ever. Like I, I like you went, you were a reporter for, can you tell us what station it was? 
<laughs> no. Okay. okay. I <laughs> so you're a reporter for a news station. You go to your boss and you're like, hey, I have this idea. Let's do a thing on how to be healthy and how it would boost your immune system and help you. And, and there's no better time to, to, um, uh, fuck off. Uh, uh, there's no, there's no, <laughs> I love Chase and Bill. <laughs> they are great. They're great. Um, there's no better time to, um, be healthy and to, um, and to work on yourself and work on your movement, work on your diet. And, and I think we should do a piece on that. Why? You don't believe the virus is real. I mean, it was like that, like literally like all of a sudden, like, the, um, not exactly like that, but more, they were, they were trying to twist my words to say that, like, I wasn't encouraging people to wear masks, which right. like never was said. I was like, I'm not saying that I'm just saying right. like, yeah, we can keep masking, social distancing, whatever. But I also think we should like be prioritizing health. <sighs> Leave the room. Hey, um, <laughs> on, on a side note, this book that I'm reading, it's so funny when people say stuff that they don't even know that they're saying, I think this book is old. This how to think like champions by Bob Rotella. Yeah, but he talks about the what my my big huge problem with the masks is this: you're telling everyone around you that something's really 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 wrong by wearing a mask. That's what you're doing, and the uh, uh, most people I know would be like, "That's not true." But man, when you read this book and you read about how the subconscious and the conscious mind work, it's like that's this guy's basically saying that. Someone walks in the room wearing a mask and it fucking speaks directly to everyone's subconscious. I mean, he did. That's not what the book's about, but like you start to see, like we have a profound impact on everyone around us. You light up a cigarette. You're telling everyone around you that smoking is okay. There you're telling their subconscious that everything that we do has a profound, we're all role models. And, uh, I, I just appreciate, you know, you don't hear, you don't hear that story. And, and, you know, they made fun of, they make fun of, um, uh, both sides did it. They make fun of Marjorie Taylor green for saying that CrossFit will cure you of, uh, you know, protect you from COVID. And they made fun of the fucking guy. Um, who was the guy who was the news anchor at CNN who was in uh, cahoots with his brother that, um, that guy got the, what was his name? <laughs> no, I'm just like, what is with you and the word cahoots? Oh, I just, well, I, I just like do you, it. How much do you yeah. love that word? I love it. Cahoots, <laughs> cahoots. Well, I like it even better because he made that shirt with the Hooters shirt. Now I, when I say the word, I see that picture. I just think it means boobs. But um, he, that guy, the le the right's attacking the guy on the left for, for working out. The right's attacking, they're attacking each other. They both have these role models who work out, the right and the left. And instead of embracing them, they're shit on for it. And it's like, dude, those were the, the, like, why, why are you shitting on someone for making themselves better? Mm. I, I, man, yeah. um, but you did do a bunch of CrossFit stories. How many did you do? You did a, a bunch, more than one, two, three, five. Yeah. I would say like in <clears throat> like within a four year time frame, I probably did like five. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun. Anytime, like there was something relevant, I tried to pitch it and. Say like, yeah, I, I already have it set up. I already, <laughs> the people know that I'm coming. I have my interviews. We're good. <laughs> the news is that the news is really like when you look at your reels, it really is just like a fucking shit storm of bad news. It's so depressing. And I, and I can't like be mad about like the news industry for it because like, unfortunately right. there <clears throat> is so many bad stories to tell. And those obviously like need to take priority over like the nice feel good story. If it bleeds, it leads. That's yeah, look at Andrew Hiller. Look at like, Andrew Hiller. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's, you know, what people want to see. That's what is important to their life and their safety and their kids and all of these other things. But I mean, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, my life is depressing. Like, <laughs> Let me I go home, your... I can't get rid of it. I go to work, yeah. I can't get rid of it. Let me show your favorite athlete, the darling of CrossFit, Brooke Wells, cheating on a rope climb. And fucking people flock. <laughs> hey, someone said that she was cheating. I don't think she gets, but I don't think that's cheating. What? Can you pull up the definition of cheating, Matt? Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I, I, I don't think like if you, if you, if your legs squeeze together on a rope at the top because you're fucking tired, that that's cheating. I think that's something else. Like I can't, I can't ding her for that. Act dishonestly, unfairly in order to get, yeah, we don't know. We don't know if she was being dishonest. Only she would know that. At the end of the day, it is the decision of the judge. Lauren Khalil from Morning Chocolate has spoken. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, we can debate it until our faces turn blue, but I mean, I know that like when I'm doing wall balls, if my feet are just a little bit wider, I don't get below parallel. I get too parallel that if they're just slightly in, then I hit parallel. If I don't have a judge telling me, I don't know. It's not because I'm trying to cheat. It's because right. I seriously cannot feel the difference. So you agree with me? She wasn't cheating. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that she was actively cheating. Uh, hour and 24 minutes and 29 seconds, Lauren Cleo gave her opinion on Brooke Wells <laughs> in regards to her. Clip it. Clip it, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh god this is the only part that you'll see on social media <laughs> that's it no context either just straight no the opinion. None. and and at some Click point it's at, at some point um where you when you were doing this news media stuff it, you're like man maybe i should maybe there's some media in the crossfit space why did you didn't you think maybe i should go hq and charlie doobie and that route but instead you went the morning chalk up route i mean i guess those are the two it's either morning chalk up or games. Those are the two places where media is done basically yeah. where you can, I, you can work and get paid. No one on my show gets paid shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what local TV people make? They make dog shit. My right. first job, $24,000 wow. a year. Wow. How do you live off that? Wow. I could apply for food stamps if I wanted to. <laughs> wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How did you live off of that? Did you, did you live at home? No, no. I was on my own in Illinois. I mean, you literally like go and buy the happy meal at McDonald's. That's what you do. Are you You good with very unhealthy? (laughs) Are you good with money? Much better now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too. I'm much better now. I used to be horrible. Okay. Um, so how do you do? So, so you're telling me you're in 2020, you're, you're working, you're just working your ass off on new shows and when does it you're like hmm, maybe i can do this crossfit stuff full-time it's it's funny you say that because honestly like that thought never really even crossed my mind in my mind i was like i'm willing to literally take any job right now to get out of television like i was applying for jobs that i wasn't even qualified for like the most random like jobs um just to get out of television. And I knew that I had like my like part-time job at morning chalk up. Um, but I didn't like think. And you were writing at that point you were writing. 
Yep. At this point, I, I was writing for them. Okay. And I was like, okay, is there potential that we could like make this full time? Like, what can we do? Because I'm as of the end of May, I'm unemployed. And I was technically like unemployed besides like my part time job with Morning Chalk Up for a full month before. Um, because you I, quit because you quit your news job before getting another job. Yeah, like the timing just didn't sync up. And the problem with like a news job, you have to sign a contract. Like they don't like give you this grace period. Like we'll keep you for an extra month until you find a job. They're like, nope, you either like are done May 30th or you sign another three year contract that is binding. And the only way you're getting out of this and we're not suing you is if you die. And I'm not kidding. Wow. Like, I'm not kidding. I know people who have been sued for breaking their contract and they are in such great debt. It's, it's sad. Wow. So, um, yeah, you do not resign that contract unless you are very confident. Um, the only like kind of out, like you can negotiate outs into your contract, but those outs are really just like, okay, if I get like a top 10 market and move to like this job or, you know, little things like that. But most companies won't say like, I want a complete out of the business. Most of them, you won't have that in there. So, so you're scared. That was a scary month. Yeah. I was like, I've been doing this for almost a decade. I don't know like that. I have any other skills besides like being a reporter and like interviewing people. What the heck am I going to do? Like, I know that I'm like personal. I can, like talk to a wall if it would answer. So like, how can I try to use like my communication skills to, to find a job? Um, and yeah, luckily it, it all worked out, but it was a really scary time for a while. It was, it was even a little bit of like an identity crisis. Like, Oh my God, this is what I've done. This is what I like went yeah. to college for. Like, yeah. did I really waste all of this time? Um, luckily I didn't because like, it certainly helped me with what I do now. Um, was there a point that you ever felt, um, after you were doing, so so you graduate from college and did you call yourself a journalist already? Like I would, I'll give you an example. I would meet people who I would have made like, I had made like five movies and I would meet someone and they would be like, I'm a director. And I would, they'd be like, what do you do? And I'm like, I make movies. And I still didn't feel comfortable like calling myself a director. They had never made a movie. I had made five movies, but I was still not comfortable. Like I didn't think I was a director. Did, 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 was there a point when you're like, oh, I'm a journalist, like that you turned into it or did you fake it till you make it? Or did you still, <laughs> did you never feel like a journalist? I think I always felt like a journalist. You did. Like, okay. I, I even look at like growing up and stuff and I've always been somebody who is super inquisitive and I've always like been somebody who asks like a million questions. Like even when I'm at like my local affiliate. I will ask like seven questions to people before like they even get one question about me. I'm just genuinely like interested in other people and I'm interested in like other people's stories and like what they bring to the table and like why they're doing certain things. So, so, so soon as you, so you embodied that role. Yeah, for sure. And then, so then you do it for 10 years and that's where the, a little bit of the identity crisis comes. I'm very familiar with uh, that also when that shit fucking gets pulled out from underneath you. And then at the time you're doing like maybe an article a week, an article a month for morning chalk up, Justin would just call you or someone would call you over there and be like, Hey, can you do an article on so-and-so's shoes or, and you would write it or. 
Yeah, I mean, I would I would pitch different ideas to like keep writing. And then there was like a transition period where like right before the games and then during the games, I was actually doing the newsletter for Morning Chalk Up. So there was a point where I was like full time for them. Um, then after the games, it just like wasn't really a great fit for me in this like editorial role. And that's when I kind of transitioned back into part time. I took kind of the full time job at my local affiliate and then like through trial and error eventually like took over the YouTube page. Um, did you feel like it was a step up to go to morning Chaka or, or did you feel like it was a step up in your career to go to morning Chaka? Like, okay. Like in your career path, like, okay, maybe career path, not the right word in your life. Like, okay, I'm really doing what I love now. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, I, as much <laughs> as like, sometimes this stresses me out and I'm like, holy crap. Like I haven't slept. Like I haven't seen my family in weeks when like I normally see them every week, sometimes twice a week, but like, it doesn't feel like work to me. I don't feel like the type of burnout that I felt from the news station where, Oh my God, I really Uh, don't want to go into uh, work today and be sent to, excuse me, but like East bum fuck to right. walk the streets, to interview random people who don't want to talk to me. That doesn't right. sound like fun. <laughs> right. 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 So yeah, like now it's so much fun. It's it's kind of crazy because like, I never thought like, even when I started CrossFit that it would ever turn into like a career for me. I never really like thought that was an option. And you, did you ever, have you ever applied with the games team? Have, has have no one over there has ever reached out to you? Um, you would be so good at that. Um, at taking that abuse from the people in the chat, doing, you would be great on, you'd be great on the I floor. Skin. Um, do you like, uh, uh, Jamie, do you know Jamie Hagaya? Yeah. Hagia. Yeah. Hagia. Yeah. Um, she's great. Yeah. She's great. Right. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. She kills that shit. Yeah, she's been on a couple episodes of The Bottom Line with us. Oh, she has? hmm Okay, so you know her, know her. You've talked to her. Yep, yep. Her and I message back and forth on different things. Um, I could just see you doing that. I, they, um, I, I think that's like one of the areas that if, I, if there was more sideline reporting, um, uh, it would be fun um, for the games um, The games feed. So, like, and I, and I don't mean to compare my fucking – piecemeal fucking monster mash show to them but like when the semifinals are going we'll have people who are just fans like will Plummer or, or even brian's done it a bunch of times they'll just be at the venue and they'll just come in on their cell phone and i'll be like hey where are you they're like i'm in the stands like if the games did that they didn't just wait to do the sideline reporter before and after they could have jamie or you down there during the event mm-hmm. and be like notice how close the reporter the cameras are to patrick vellner <laughs> with that hand Sam push up oh my god did you see what I posted last night I stole it from his YouTube video <laughs> that was wild <laughs> it's crazy like, that hey, photo got close yeah I kind of I kind of like I hated him when I when it happened and now I kind of love him I want to give that guy like a raise I mean the balls on that dude yeah yeah can you play it's, it's on Sevon Rinsta it's nuts like, uh, I only wonder what Patrick was thinking in the moment. And I know that, like, you talked to him, and I, I forget what he said, but, like, man, that was wild. I, I cannot believe that the photog did that. But, I mean, it made for great video. 
The camera is huge. Yeah, like those are the things. Those are the things too. That's what life's about, right? Like if Pat can go back, like you don't take you don't take that moment. I mean, look at this. This is nuts. He steps forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He steps forward. <laughs> look at the footwork Amazing. of the cameraman too. Yeah. As he goes by. He knows what he's doing. Okay, let's look at his footwork. I didn't even look at his footwork. Is it nice? Is it like yeah, yeah, yeah. look at him, look at him, look at him. He like look at oh, that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's trying to sneak by. Like he like if he moves his feet like that, then Pat won't realize he's there. He's like, I'll just sneak on by. Lauren, I'm I'm wondering if someone in the truck was like, Hey dude, you're on the wrong side. Like in his ear. No. I think no. he's just out there vibing. I don't think so. I just think, I just think he <laughs> yeah. got too comfortable. I think he, I think he took a few risks and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do a pan, a super close pan across his face." I mean, does does he he knows, um, like they're like he knows he's camera seven, right? Yeah, camera guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, camera guy was on Sacred Heart Dance Team. Hey, you too. know what I think he thought maybe that <laughs> if, if he did something bold like that, we'd have him on the show. It'd be like, here we have the yes. camera guy, yes. and, and yes. we have Pat Vellner. <laughs> Everyone's hey, trying to get on the Stephon podcast. I'd watch that. <laughs> so he know he knows in his ear. They're like, hey, we're live, and, and camera six, we're, we're on you. So don't do anything stupid. I mean, he knows they're on his camera, right? <sighs> Yeah, and his boss is probably like, damn, that's a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> Look how intimate that was. Yeah. Oh, good. oh, my goodness. We could see every pore in his face. Oh, man. <laughs> are, are you going to the games this year? Hell, yeah. And, and, and what for? What will you do there? Oh, Savan, I hope you're ready to keep up, man. <laughs> oh, you better wow. start preparing now. <laughs> oh, wow. What are you doing there? You're making yeah. me nervous. What, why why I, are you going I, there? I got to go in 10 minutes to to jump on a call about our game plan. So I hope oh. that you're getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we have a huge meeting also in uh, nine minutes. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually do though. We actually do. <laughs> what do we, what do we not about that though? It's probably not like an, games, to, yeah. for, to get, try to get free coffee from Gabe or something. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, <thanks. laughs> what, what are you doing there? Why can't you just stay at home and, and like, just do your, your shit from there? Why do you have to like go there? Savan. Yes, if, tell me. If somebody is working in the space for the NFL. Oh, this is going to hurt my that, feelings. This is going to hurt my feelings. This is going to hurt my feelings. Keep going. You think that their ass would be home during the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> we were just chatting about this last night, too. <laughs> You take the financial hit and you get your ass to Madison. <laughs> oh man. Are you not going? Wow. No, fuck no. But Susie yesterday is like, hey, we oh, uh man. one of our sponsors bought us two uh got got you two tickets to go to the games and it's the best Coliseum seats and this and this and this. Hey, you Are can you give going? them to me. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> Send Hiller. Damn. <laughs> You're seriously not gonna go? Why? What's what's your no. big like stink about it? I I'd ha- I have to I can't go there if I'm not working. And you're not going to work when you go? No, if I went there, I would be. I, I don't think I. I well, I mean, if I, if I could figure out how to work there, but I'm just so it. I'm just so comfortable working here. <laughs> In the RV section. Mm. Yeah, I would do that. The RV section is fun. <laughs> I would do that. Oh, so you do have a meeting? Well, well tell me about your meeting in, in nine minutes. 
No, you're not part of the meeting. (laughs) (laughs) This is my competitive edge on you, Savan. Come on. It's not fair. You have a big team. It's not fair. Uh, You have a big team, too. You got Sousa. I do have Sousa. Thank you. (laughs) I'm just going to go to the games and interview everybody right after you do, or I'm just going to follow you around. (laughs) No. No. People, people in local TV used to do that, and it pissed me off. I would go up to them, "Hey, can I grab you for an interview?" And then the other TV stations, and I'm just like, "No, box them out, box them out." Hey, don't think for a second. Let me tell you something. Maybe I'll get choked. At least once a week, I go over. I I, I stay on top of your shit, and I will be like, "Oh, if I see someone that you interviewed, I will for sure just right after interview them." Contact them. Hey, we yeah. come on my show. There's no shame in that. Everybody does yeah. that. hundred <laughs> percent. And, and, and another thing is if we're doing a, um, if we're doing some sort of like show, some if Taylor calls and is like, Hey, let's talk about this. I'll be like, sure. And then I'll just go straight over to morning chalk up and I'll watch your three shows on it. And then just write down notes. Be like, Lauren That's said this. Tommy <laughs> said this. Yeah. And I just say it on my show over at morning chalk up. I learned that <laughs> and just do my, just do it. Yeah. Hey, hey, you do give us credit. So yeah. if, if if you give yeah. the source, then yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Who cares? I do my whole show. All my game shows I go over and steal from other people. Plagiarize. Oh my gosh. Man, I can't believe I can't believe you feel like a journalist. <laughs> well, what do you think I am? <laughs> I mean, I think you are a journalist too. I just I just wish I knew what it felt like. I just don't know what it feels like. I don't know. You're you're a journalist. You prepare notes, you fact check. A little bit. <laughs> um, do you get do you get stressed every time you do a show like about a healthy stress um oh i don't know i i definitely don't get like nervous i get more excited like yeah, i'm excited. excited to like yeah to like hear what this person has to say and get to know them better i would say that is kind of like the overwhelming um emotion like i i do i try to do this show every morning at seven and when my alarm goes off at six, well, usually I get up like about five fifty, and I'm like, okay, go back to sleep, settle down. And then my alarm goes off at six, but I'm so excited. I guess you're right. I'm, I'm I, maybe nervous isn't the right word. It feels a little nervous. A little part of me wants to run away and always not want to do the show. Hmm. But I'm so excited to wake up. I'm not like I'm never yeah. like. Who who are you interviewing today? Um, nobody today, but I have stuff scheduled to come out all week. I just got to do that when I'm done with this. Who are you interviewing tomorrow? You'll have to wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) I got to keep you on the edge of your seat. So good. (laughs) You just don't know how much some of that stuff is going to bug him that way. (laughs) I just am constantly going to plant seeds in your head to make you stir and think. I I can't, I can't stand how hard everyone's working. Everyone's working hard too. the, the, the coffee pods and wads guy, the, the, this Jason media guy, you, everyone's just, just working so hard. Um, and that's the, that's the thing with the space. Everyone loves CrossFit so much. So people are starting to, I mean, it's, um, there's only, there's only three things I do. I work, I work on this podcast I'm concerned and I, and I, and I work on my health and I work on my kids and that's it. Those are great. Yeah. Those are, those the are only all two. good cups to have full. Those are only, but, but you only work on two things. Your show and your health. <laughs> She's also a my coach. show, my health, the media at my gym. Um, the, I coach my dogs. 
Oh, good. I'm mm. going to win. I'm going to win for sure. <laughs> he tried to bait you with that one. How many hours a week do you coach? Hey, do you know? This show is huge right now. I can't believe how popular you are, Lauren. Is it? Yeah, there's 400 people watching right now. I was wondering, like, who wants to hear what I have to say? A lot. Show, a lot of people. Yeah. This show is huge. <laughs> um, you went to Africa? Yeah, I was there went for to six Na- months. You went to Nambia. Namibia. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right next and, to South Africa. And you had a pretty intense romantic relationship there. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> there's like, a guy, I? there's a guy that got a disproportionate amount of Instagram time relative to other people. And That's I just thought it's part of the group that I traveled with. I just thought I'd take a stab <laughs> in the dark. Thought I'd take a stab <laughs> in the dark. Took a page out of my took a page out of my boy Andrew Hiller's book. Just take a stab. Just take a just take a stab in the dark. I'm looking to All see right, how Savan, many. You, Savan, you've got two minutes to ask any other burning questions. That's what my wife told me. Nine hundred. <laughs> oh, I have to. I oh, it's because you said the c word. I have to request a review. This thing's already been flagged. <laughs> oh. Um. We're under the eye. Thank you for your time. Um, when you go into this meeting, don't you dare let anyone say anything bad about me. <laughs> Defend my honor. Do you think that we just sit around talking shit about you? <laughs> no, no, they have better things to do, but they're gonna they're definitely gonna crack. There'll be a few jokes. There'll be a few jokes. Be a few oh, jokes. No, this was honestly super fun. It was great okay, like getting to know you guys on a, a more intimate level. Good, yeah. I harassed you. Uh, I'll tell you. So I harassed her in the DMs a little bit. So did you ever think? Okay, we only have one minute left. It's Forty seconds. Um, <laughs> when I when I first started saying your name on your podcast, did you always brace yourself like, oh fuck, he's gonna be an asshole to me? I never really knew what to expect, to be right. honest. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh god, I'm glad I didn't say anything bad about her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't. You were always very kind. You really were. I think I, I'm going to try, Dick. This was, this was, okay. I'm going to be very honest with you right now. Okay. And, and slightly arrogant. <laughs> no. All right. Let me take a sip of water. <laughs> this show was a form of courtship slash interview process that you don't even, you're unaware of. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. All right. On that note, you're just gonna leave it at that, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) thanks, guys.